Yo, welcome to episode 137 of the Zay Comet Podcast. Of course, we are coming live to you from, this is actually supposed to be the Tuesday episode uh, before we get started. I want to have a conversation with you as of the worst recording. This is Friday, August 12th, 7.22 in the morning. I have a couple things to get off my chest because a lot has happened in the last week. Of course, like I said, update on my mom's. She's doing well. Finally, she's off the drops. I think she'll be fully recovered in the next couple of weeks. If you know, you know. If you don't know, I'm sorry. Uh, next, after seven, almost no, it's been about six and a half years. I finally got my hair cut. If you know about my hair situation, if you are on the snap, basically, you know about my hair situation. But if you don't, well, <laughs> let's just say. I look a lot different. I'll put it that way. We're just going to put it that way. We'll talk about it in the third episode of the podcast because, yes, today we have three episodes of the podcast today. Like, I'm making up for the fact that today was already supposed to be a double episode day, but also uh, (laughs) I didn't get Tuesday's episode done, so that's why I'm recording this one so early in the morning. And then I get the regular episode, the regular basketball episode, and then Friday the Pog Pod is returning for the first time in. Jesus Christ! I think it's been three months since the last pod pod. I believe the la- I believe the last one was with the Ryan. Actually, it's not. It has I don't. It has not been three months. It's probably been like one month to be honest with you. But the return of the pod pod, the non basketball episodes, of course, are some of my most viewed, some of my most talked about episodes, like ever, basically. Like literally in the year plus we've been doing podcasts, this is these are literally the most talked about, the most watched episodes of the podcast. These have hit like well into triple digit views, triple digit views at that point, which is crazy that that's even a sentence that I'm saying that we hit triple digits. But nonetheless, the all right. So I just looked it up. The last pod pod was July 26th. Was uh simping the simp culture has uh, has to end. That was literally the last pod pod, which has been almost a month. When you think about it, really, it's been like three weeks close uh, or close to it. Like, so much has happened in that time span where it's like, that. I have another, just more to, uh, to discuss on some culture, uh, you know, falling easily in love. But like that, that is going to be the late episode, the last episode. I wouldn't say late. It'll be around. To be honest, I can't even, because Spotify is weird. So I'm going to. Just I'm just gonna I'm gonna tweet out the the podcast whenever it gets uh, published, rather than just having to uh, wait and basically put out an emergency like uh, basically a snap video of uh, the fact that the, the podcast dropped. So I'm just let y'all know. I'll tweet it. If not, I'll probably put it on an Instagram story. Um, if the situation does come out, if you want a link to either my Twitter. My Instagram, my Snapchat, whatever. It'll be in the description of the podcast. Like always, just point them out. If, like I said, if you, like I said, just check one of those. If uh, if you come across that situation, or like where like you can't find the podcast, I'll have a link to the podcast. If you hear that, there's a a, <laughs> a, a trash truck going by. My bad. But uh, if you like I said, if you want the links to the podcast or you're not able to, to find it on your own, I will have the link to the episode in my in my Instagram story and probably on my Snapchat story. If I don't, if again, if I don't tweet it, I always check Twitter first. If it doesn't 
or like if you don't uh see the podcast, but if it's not on Twitter, then it'll be on Instagram, uh, Instagram story or in my Snapchat. Again, the the, the ads will be in the description of the podcast if you can't find those. Okay. Now that we got that out the way, I'll get it to the real reason, like to the reason why there was an episode on Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday, I woke up feeling like shit. I'm just going to be honest with you. I Well, I didn't wake up feeling like shit. Let me put it that way. Um, so usual routine, I get up around 6, 630 and I go for get a workout, go to the courts, get some shots up, come back at around one o'clock ish, one thirty, And then I sh- usually shower and then I get to the podcast. Well, I came home. I was originally going to do my laundry first and then, uh, just go to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> well, situation came out where. I had I had left the house after like I left the house again after I uh came from the courts. So it was like I'd been gone. I probably left around three, three thirty ish, and I came back home at around five. And once I came home, I put my laundry in the washing machine and I fell asleep. I'm gonna be honest with you, I fell asleep. I fell asleep at around twelve or I woke up at around twelve ish and it, I was like, there's no way I'm going to get a podcast out at midnight. And again, I woke up feeling like shit once from that nap. Literally 1230 in the morning, I'm fucking hacking up shit. And to the point where I didn't go to work. I didn't go to work on Wednesday. I, Thursday, I left the house. I got food, but... Like, I was still kind of feeling kind of great. And, like, so you can hear it even in my voice. So I was like, I'm not all the way there yet, but I have to get these episodes out. Otherwise, we don't make no money. So, that being said, that's why the Tuesday episodes didn't happen. And that's why you're getting three whole-ass episodes a day, which more content from the boy. Of course, you're going to hear me be all animated during the, uh, probably during the podcast. If the basketball uh, podcast seems dry, it's because we're saving up for the the major ones, the the big the big episodes, the one that a lot of people, sadly enough, tune into. All right. With that being said, let's get into the basketball episode, man. This episode will probably be the worst offseason review y'all are gonna hear, because two of the three teams that we're going to talk about in this in this episode is the Miami Heat, who signed nobody. And the New Orleans Pelicans, who signed nobody. Well, they gave Zion the, the, the max extension, but they didn't actually like go out and get a free agent. Most of their guys are tied in on the contracts already. So they their only roster uh, adjustments was they drafted uh, Dyson Daniels and they uh, let Tony Snow walk, basically. Or he's still a free agent, we'll put it that way. That's the only offseason move that we've seen from the New Orleans Pelicans. So... That being said, I could just just get rid of that grade now. I think drafting Dyson Daniels was a B plus, and I'll tell you this why. I'm not necessarily I don't mind the pickup. I just I, it's going to be very difficult for him to get PT early on, which is not a, a bad thing. They're a playoff team. Most rookies don't get immediate playing time on a good a legitimate playoff team, so it's not that big of a deal. But just for the first season, the the first season, I just think 
obviously is more of a potential pick than a right now pick. Obviously, he's only 19 years old. You're not going to expect him to be a superstar unless you literally taking him number one overall. But overall, I think two, three, four years down the line, if Jose Alvarado ends up on a new team because he got paid well, I'm don't be surprised if Dyson Daniels literally slides into that role, maybe even as a starter, honestly, if uh like a CJ McCollum becomes uh like he's he I wouldn't say regresses, but his role changes. We'll put it that way. Cause I think he'd still be a really good scorer two, three years down the line. I just think he's gonna be doing it more in a bench role as opposed to as a number one option. But overall, I like this Pelicans team. Again, I'd say they're gonna be a playoff team. I'm gonna be doing my uh Next Friday, the the Friday double episode next week will be or two two weeks from now. I forgot because we we're having a, another guest come next week, but in two weeks, um, we'll be doing. I'll be doing my uh f- ranking every NBA team like my uh power rankings. There it is. I was trying to remember the word of it, but yeah, yeah, we're doing uh power rankings next week or two weeks from now. Um, so without further ado, I would. Like to say, like I said, the Pelicans are probably a playoff team. I don't see them being higher than a fourth seed, but if they are if they are higher than a fourth seed, then I would not be surprised at all. Because this team is genuinely talented. They have zero weaknesses, in my opinion. As long as Zion Williamson stays healthy, I 100 percent see this team uh being crazy next season. But the next team I want to talk about, the team that we actually supposed to start off uh, talking about, the Denver Nuggets, who probably have made the most moves out of the three teams that we are discussing in this uh, in this uh, episode. While I'm not the biggest fan of losing Monte Morris, I'm really not, if I'm being honest with you, I'm not the biggest fan of it because he was a legitimate backup point guard for them. Like, he was really, really good. As a starter, you know... A lot could be desired, but as a bench point guard, he was legit for them, and I don't think they're going to be able to fill that that uh big of a role this early, like at least this season. Maybe if next season comes about, maybe they could fill the backup point guard role, maybe in the draft or even just signing a free agent. I feel like if if money wasn't an issue for them, then Tyus Jones would have been the perfect pickup for them, but. Obviously, they only had the mid-level exception, which they spent on Bruce Brown, which was an absolute W of a pickup for the money that they got him for. Six and a half million dollars is not the Bruce Brown price tag that I was looking at. I was even mentioning my afraid to predictions. I think Brooklyn was the only team that could bring him back because they they're the only ones basically that could afford his value, which was, in my opinion, I thought it was around three year, close to thirty-five to forty million dollars. Because of how he was basic, realistically was the second best player on the Brooklyn Nets in the playoffs last year, which was a wild statement to say. But he outplayed Kyrie Irving outside outside of Game One, of course. He outplayed Kyrie Irving. Even Kevin Durant was not really Kevin Durant in that series. Bruce Brown was the guy that was keeping them close, and I thought that Brooklyn would value that a little bit more. But now that we know that Brooklyn is basically in a fire sale where they're trying to trade Kyrie to the Lakers and trying to get Kevin Durant out as soon as possible or just listen to Kevin Durant and fire the head coach, fire the GM, which we'll get to in a little bit, but or not a little bit, but at the end of the episode. But it's wild to think that the Brooklyn Nets didn't want to be like, you know what, maybe Bruce Brown we can keep for two, three years, and at the end of his contract we'll probably use him as like a – salary dumping move or you know dumping an expiring contract 
But I thought they were going to if they were going to run this team back, I think Bruce Brown would have been the perfect guy to keep as the as probably the one good defensive player that was on this team. Now that's basically occupied by Royce O'Neal, but it's just not the same as Bruce Brown, who was legit a really good defender on that team. One pickup that question I had a bunch of questions for. I'm gonna be honest with you. DeAndre Jordan, number one. Did you have to spend the first day of free agency on DeAndre Jordan? Just a, a question that one. The first day of free agency, DeAndre Jordan was your pickup. Like, I understand you want to – the meme is out there, but honest to God, I think it's halfway true that they signed DeAndre Jordan just for – to up uh, Nikola Jokic's player, uh, uh, box plus minus, which was funny as hell to me. But honestly, it might just be true. Like, legit, it might just be true. Like, the fact that the Deion, like, of course, yeah, there wasn't a ton of really good backup centers. Granted, JaVale McGee, I think, could have gone for, if he if he was going to go to a, a team like Denver, I think he would have took less than $6 million. But to think that they paid DeAndre Jordan before they thought about JaVale McGee is pretty questionable to me. Like, De- DeAndre Jordan got signed, like, 10 minutes into free agency. Like, that, it wasn't like a... Oh, he got signed at eleven fifty nine. No, it was like quarter after six when I got the tweet of DeAndre Jordan signing with the Denver Nuggets. Like that's like the weirdest thing ever. That of DeAndre Jordan was one of the first sought out free agents. I just just a weird situation. Not, I was about to say not bad, but it it is pretty bad. I'm gonna be honest with you. I just wish if they're able to bring back Demarcus Cousins, then by all means, go ahead. But if DeAndre Jordan's the only other center on your roster going to next year, or unless you want to play Zeke Najee at the five. I think he's more of a four, but if you want to play Zeke Najee at the five, okay. But outside of that, like if DeAndre Jordan's your only actual center on your roster, then you got a little bit to work on. That's something, a, a trade deadline move that's waiting to happen, to be honest with you. Um, a trade that they made that I thought was – quite interesting to me was dump again dumping monte morris and will barton off to washington for kcp and Ish smith i'm gonna get into the washington side of the trade uh um in future episode but on the denver side i think they got a much much better defender in kcp am i a fan of Ish smith at this point in his career being a, a, a true backup point guard not really he's still he still has the speed if nothing else but overall i'm not like the biggest fan uh, talent-wise of him being the backup point guard. Well, like I said, but either way, not too bad of a move. Like I said, the KCP pickup, I think, is really good because, again, you get a, a if at worst, solid three-point shooter at best, or sorry, uh, yeah, at best, a really good three-point shooter. And, again, like it's like a, a serviceable, if not good, a serviceable backup point guard is Smith. I think it's a W picker for the Denver Nuggets. Again, we'll get into the Wizards side of the trade on the August 26th episode, I believe it's 26th, where we'll be talking about the Wizards. But a couple of free agents that I think, like I said, they lost in, not necessarily to Minnesota. And I'm, again, questioning why and knowing what the moves that they would eventually make. Burton Forbes, I think, again, adding another shooter would never hurt. But Minnesota, Minnesota got a couple of W pickups, which, again, we'll talk about in about two to three episodes when we talk about Timberwolves. I think it's what the Rockets and the Spurs in the next episode, or yeah, in the next episode, and then it's Suns 
and the Thunder, I believe, is the, the following episode. So, in three episodes, we'll talk about the Timberwolves. But, nonetheless, nonetheless uh, Brent Forbes and, Jamaica, uh, and Austin Rivers, uh, again, just more guard depth doesn't hurt, but I understand not wanting to bring them back. But, just like I said, I wish they had filled those uh, those roles with much more, what's the word I want to look for? Uh, much more, just uh, to honestly, just better. Just a, a better backup point guard than Smith and another really good shooter. Um, they also dumped uh, Jermichael Green's salary off to the Thunder. Thunder bought him out, and he's now a Golden State Warrior. We'll get into the Warrior side of that, but I think Denver... I think this, they just wanted something different, which I'm not upset about. I don't think, like I said, Jermichael Green, I don't think was the difference in them winning a champion, uh, winning a championship or not. But I think he still would have been a serviceable. Again, if you knowing that they signed DeAndre Jordan, like Jermichael Green, honest to God, is a better backup center than, than DeAndre Jordan. Let's just be honest with each other. And it's disgusting that he's going to the Golden State Warriors because he's going to fit that team like a goddamn glove. I'm loving it already. I love it with Jermichael Green. I I love this pickup. Genuinely, I love this pickup for them. And again, Jermichael Green was one of the dudes in the in last year's episode where we was like, God, if a t- if a contender got their hands on him, which Denver has has had their hands on him for a while, and Denver, for the most part, when healthy, has looked like a contender. Like if a Golden State got him, or like the Clippers had him again, or uh, like in twenty twenty when the Lakers had, him, if the Lakers had him, uh, in the East if like Philly had him, Boston had him, like he would fit such so well with the, like the with a contending team that it's honestly crazy that he's been bounced around as much as he has. Like he's been a Grizzly, he's been a Spurs, he's been a Clipper, he's been a Nugget, now he's a Warrior. Like he's been on plenty of teams, but I feel like he can be a mainstay on a on a team for a long time. But he's like thirty two now, so like that's not really uh, applicable. But nonetheless, for the Denver Nuggets, uh, don't have a too much of a description for them. It's just like I said, I love the the Bruce Brown. They have they have one uh ups and they have their downs, but overall, I think they had a a, a B minus off season. Like I said, I love the Bruce Brown pickup. I love the KCP pickup. Every other move, I have a couple of at least two to three questions about. That's all. And like I said, if overall the team's still gonna be good. I still see this team as a top team when healthy. They just gotta stay healthy. That's all it is. Oh boy, one team that is very much a question for me right now: the Miami Heat. I've learned for a long time to never doubt Eric Spolstra, never doubt Pat Riley, and never doubt Jimmy Butler. This is going to be the first year where I truly doubt these three. I don't doubt Spo as a coach, coach at all. I don't doubt uh, Pat Riley as a move maker, and I don't doubt Jimmy Butler as a basketball player. But I doubt. I I have serious doubt based on the decisions they've made. Now Nikola Jovic was a W pickup. I had him being a lottery pick. I don't know how in the world he slid to twenty seven, but Nikola Jovic was a W pickup. But losing PJ Tucker for nothing, like you mean to tell me that Pat Riley wouldn't have opened up the uh, the checkbook for PJ Tucker? 
not only opening up, not opening up the PJ, uh, uh, the checkbook for PJ Chuck Tucker, but you let him go to Philly, the team that's right there competing with y'all in the Eastern Conference. Now again, I know there's questions about that, and I know the the investigation is still going on, on whether that's legal or not, whatever. The fact that Philly has your top defender, your one of your best players last year, one of your more consistent players last year, Philly just has that in their back pocket. Doesn't eat at you at all, Miami. Like y'all ain't worried at all about the fact that P.J. Tucker now occupies half of your good defense last year. They still have Bam Adebayo. They still have uh, uh, Jimmy Butler, I guess, is still a good defender, even though he's more offensive-oriented these days. Kyle Lowry slightly has been pretty regressed. One guy that I'm absolutely happy that they were able to bring back was uh, Jimmy Butler. I think that was one hell of a pickup, one hell of a bring back for them last year. And or this year, and I pray, I'm praying so hard that he ends up as the starter. I think this the starting lineup works well best with Kyle Lowry, Victor Oladipo, uh, Max Strus, Jimmy Butler, and Bam Adebayo, and with a bench of Tyler Hero, uh, Duncan Robinson, uh, Nikola Jovic, Gabe Vincent, and I guess Dwayne Dedman runs the the backup center with uh, Vincent running the backup point guard. But even though, oh no. We're going to talk about something else with the Miami Heat, by the way. I just want to point this out. Episode, I believe it was 28 of the podcast. We talked about most underrated players on every NBA team. Marcus Garrett's name came up from the Miami Heat, and I got cooked because it was like, oh, you're overhyping a G League player, or you're you're hyping somebody that's not going to get playing time. And then the clip of him going viral, I think this was back in the summer league, of him locking up uh, J.D. Davidson in the summer league. And people was hyping. I was like, yo, that's crazy. Miami got them another one. I just want to point out to y'all. If I say something good about a talent you don't know about, I say it because I'm right. I say it because I know what I'm talking about. Not because I'm overhyping a G League player. It's because I know what I'm talking about. And again, I know it's J.D. Davidson, late second-round pick, probably on a two-way contract with Boston and probably won't be in the league five years. But you're going to tell me that that won't translate to guarding like, I'm just naming a point guard in the Eastern Conference, Trey Young. Or that won't translate to uh, guarding Tyrese Maxey slash James Harden. Or that won't translate to guarding Drew Holiday. You don't mean to tell me that that won't translate? Defense is 90% effort. He just showed you in summer league that he's willing to put in the effort. Miami has him under contract. We'll put it that way. He he is under contract with the Miami Heat. You're wild to even assume that he won't get playing at least a little bit of playing time. If he's going to be another Gabe Vincent, he's going to be another Duncan Robinson, he's going to be another Max Strews. Miami knows these guys at the back of their hand. Now, again, I wish they were able to fill the power four spot out. Maybe they bring back Markeith Morris. Who knows? But you can't tell for the life of me that Marcus Garrett won't see a lick of playing time on the Miami Heat. He will, he will be another Gabe Vincent. He, again, will be another Max Struess, will be another Duncan Robinson, 
will be another Omer Yurtsevin. He there like Miami has a niche for finding these dudes. They have this this random out of nowhere, nobody knows them but Pat Riley type dudes. He's going to be another one. Now again, I have a lot of questions about the power forward spot on this Heat team. But one thing I won't question is their player development. They will find a dude if they don't go sign one. They will find somebody in their system that will be a perfect 3 and D forward on this team. And it, they won't miss a beat. All right. Sorry that I got a little bit animated there because I've heard a lot that this team is, is not going to be good next year because they lost P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker is one hell of a player and is a Hall of Fame role player if i ever seen one. But you can't tell for the life of me that Miami won't find a dude to replace him. In, whether in their system or they go out and sign somebody. They're going to find somebody in their system that's going to fit the culture and it's going to be a 3 and D hard-nosed dude for the next 10, 15 years of his career. Miami will do that. Anyways, before we get uh, going, we're going to go into a couple of news. Uh, Kent Bazemore signed a one-year deal with the Sacramento Kings. The Kings have signed some of the most random people in the offseason, and I'm just thinking to myself, it's like, these dudes aren't getting contracts? Because it's like, Matt Delavadova signed a one-year deal with the Sacramento Kings. Is there something that we don't know about with the Kings that where it's like, they're just signing the most random? They they went in the NBA 2K15 archives and just signed the first, like, they signed the remainder of, their free, of the free agents in the archives. You can't tell me that that the the, Sac- the Sacramento Kings have just they know what they're doing when it comes to just signing some of the most the most random. They also signed Quinn Cook, mind you. They signed Quinn Cook. They signed Kent Bazemore, and they signed Matthew Delavadova. They literally went in like the two K fifteen, two K sixteen archive and signed the remaining guards. That's genuinely crazy to me. But anyways, with the Sacramento Kings, like I said, Kim Bazemore, whatever. He's not going to get blame time, but he's there. <laughs> he's there. Him, Quint Cook, Matt, Matthew Delavidova are indeed on the roster. That's about all you can say about that. But uh, we talked about the Kings in the last episode. The Kings, I think, are still pretty solid, pretty underrated, if you ask me. I just wish that they had got signed. They had just signed people that aren't Matthew De- a 35-year-old Matthew Delavidova, uh, Quinn Cook, and Kent Bazemore. Um, Kevin Durant news. You know what? We're going to talk about it. I vowed on this on this podcast that we weren't going to talk about Kevin Durant until this man gets traded next year. But I want to have a heart to heart with Katie. Genuine heart to heart. <sighs> My boy. You know, from one DMV brother to another. Can you please? Just man up and go play in Brooklyn, bro. You ain't getting traded. They not firing Steve Nash. I'm letting you know this now. Joe Sy ain't stepping down. Steve Nash ain't stepping down. You're not getting traded to Boston, Philly, Phoenix, Miami, whatever team you decide you want to play for this week. None of it is happening. You just just go out Get your cardio for a year, whether you like the organization or not. Go get your cardio for a year. 
then they will probably find a trade for you. If they don't find a trade for you in the next 365 days, face it, nobody wants you or nobody is willing to give up the remainder of their assets for the next three generations just so they can have you for three more years and then you leave in your next contract. I love you, Katie. You are a bona fide Hall of Famer. I have you as the greatest scorer of all time in my list. That is a free po- uh, podcast plug, by the way, with me and Ryan. We did a list, and it's probably one of my best episodes of all time. Go watch it. Let's just face it, my brother. You ain't getting traded, and you're not going to get what you want. So just face the music. Take your $200 million. Go play in Brooklyn or go play whatever team gives up minimal assets for you. Go to work. Prove why you're the best player that one of the best players that have ever existed on this planet Earth. Prove that you were the greatest scorer that ever existed. Prove why to these people that don't understand your game, that don't understand your mentality. I understand your mentality. I'm just telling you right now, brother. It ain't working. It ain't working. I love you, Katie. Again, one DMV brother to another. You are again. I told you the world. I told on ten nationally syndicated uh, networks, including Amazon, including Spotify, including uh, YouTube. I told the world, the entire planet Earth, that you was the greatest scorer of all time. Go prove it. Whether if it's in a Brooklyn Nets uniform, a 76ers uniform, a Celtics uniform, Clippers uniform, Pistons uniform, or Warriors uniform, whatever. Go prove it. If you're not willing to prove it, no matter where you're playing, then that's on you. Maybe you just got to look in the mirror. Enough said on that topic. From here on over, uh, here forth, we are never mentioning the name Kevin Durant. We'll mention the name Kevin Durant by saying that we ain't talking about Kevin Durant. Until then, until he gets traded, we're not mentioning it. I I think we're going to end the episode right there. Again, sorry I got hot. Just this is Kevin Durant news has stressed everybody and their mama out, so it has gotten to me too. So, without further ado, I think we can close the episode right there. If you missed the previous one hundred and thirty six episode of the podcast, don't quote me on that. Uh, you can check them out on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, on Amazon Music, and of course, right here on Anchor. See you later for episode two of the day. Until next time. I love you. You love me. Let's love each other. Bye-bye.